Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Good evening, good evening. It is Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. I hope you are all well. I am not used to doing evening videos. I'm on my own. Martina, my girlfriend, is on call. I've had my Jamie Oliver Putinesca dinner, <laughs> which I bulk cooked. I've frozen some portions, and now I'm just lighting a scented candle. So there we go. Setting the ambience for the rest of the evening. I do feel like I'm going a little bit insane. I spend all day on my own, and I'm going a bit stir-crazy. But I don't stop thinking. And sometimes there are some helpful, positive things in this mind that I want to share with you. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there's two things that have occurred today. Two things have happened that really made me think. So one, Martina being on call this evening. She's a vet, for those people that don't know. I have no idea how long she's going to be at work. It could be all night. She could be back in the next five minutes. I have no idea. And the other thing that really made me think is a conversation I had with somebody earlier this morning. We exchanged some messages. And it's to do... It's predominantly to do with pressure in many respects and really helping people and helping you in this case, being proud of yourself and not berating yourself and beating yourself up too much. And I think that's really, really important. So what do I mean by this? What was what's my thinking behind this video? So I think there's two things when we are setting our training and our ambitions and our aspirations I think timing is crucial. So is it the right time in your life to achieve certain things or to commit to a certain volume of training or a certain frequency, you know, X amount of runs per week? So timing is important, but it's not just time. I think it's emotions as well. I think and we know that at the moment, don't we, for sure, over the last 12 months, challenging for all of us. Where are you emotionally? Is it is it the right? Are you in the right place to really commit to a certain volume or frequency of training or, or even you could count pace in that as well incorporate pace into that you know if you're really trying to push and push and push and push and push and the messages i ex- i uh, exchanged with somebody this morning we're talking about training and this guy is a doctor right so i mean full on i can't even imagine you know i i just can't imagine at the moment just full on clearly from the messages quite drained quite stressed with the whole situation And still trying to get out there and run three times a week and do 10Ks three times a week and push and push and push. And subsequently, because of everything that's going off in their life, not able to to hit those targets that they've set, by the way. So we go, well, actually, do we need to address this? Is this the right time for you to keep pushing and try and achieve these certain milestones, as it were? Because what's happening is... It's great that you're ambitious, but you're setting these 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 goals. You're not hitting them. So what's happening? How are you feeling about that? Well, you're feeling pants, aren't you? You're feeling rubbish, and and that's just not good. That's just a miserable place to be. So I said, well, look, why don't we just strip things back a little bit? Don't commit quite as much. So maybe we'll look to train three times a week still, but instead of 10k, why don't you just do 5k a couple of times a week, and then the other run could be 5 to 7k, so you've got a bit of flexibility, so you're not feeling like, oh my gosh, I've got to do this, and I've got this massive long shift, and there's so much going on at the hospital, it's just taking that pressure off, and Martina is another great example of this, because she's somebody, I mean, you know, we live together, so she's kind of, she's driven anyway, she's Italian, her background's swimming, so she's, she's very much 
focused on training and full on anyway. But you can imagine in the house, it's it's just like it's all training related. I'm a coach. I train. I run. Martina's really into it. So she can easily have these great aspirations and want to set these lofty targets of, of ticking these sessions off. And even the structure of the sessions, you know, she'll talk to me about, well, I, I want to maybe do some threshold or tempo work on Friday. What do you think to that? And how should I structure the session? That's fine. I can help. We can do that. We can support her. But then when she comes home from work and she's drained and she's white, I mean, like tonight, who knows when she's going to come home? And then she, she's got some big goal tomorrow to get out there and smash it. It's just not going to work. And then she ends up beating herself up. So I think if you're somebody that is in a place at the moment where you're setting yourself these targets, maybe you're following a plan. Maybe you have a coach. Maybe you don't have either of those things and you're just doing your own thing. Maybe you need to just question if the timing is right and if you are in the right place emotionally as well. Is everything, is everything lined up for you to be able to commit to this volume or frequency of training? And if not, maybe just adjust it. It could be for a very short period. It doesn't mean to say that for the rest of this year, 2021, you need to cut things back and just run once or twice a week. You don't. Things change. But I think you need to you need to adapt with those times as well. You need to allow those changes, if that makes sense. I use Training Peaks, which is a, a platform, a coaching platform, really, to help my runners. And there's a really cool thing with the platform where there's a there's a traffic light system. So basically red, amber and green. So if somebody hits their target, their session, they do it and they smash it and they achieve what I've set, that it goes green, right? If they they did that, they, they hit the target, but actually they miss one or two things. So maybe instead of six miles, around four miles, but they've done something. It's amber. If they've completely missed it altogether, it's red. Now, this is really motivating and it can be a really powerful tool because it can cause people to want to take action. It makes them accountable. You know, if they're seeing the odd red session, it's like, oh, my gosh, no, I need to get out there. Like I'm not, you know, I'm missing my targets. But if there's too many red sessions, we sort of need to stop and say, well, is have we got things wrong here? The balance of training is it because you don't want to not be achieving all the time because you're just going to feel lousy. You're going to feel rubbish about that. Give yourself a hard time. And that's going to affect other areas of your life. It might affect your relationships with other people close to you because you're, you know, you're not in a good place. So do we just need to look at that and scale things back a bit for a period of time until you're good to go again? And then and then off you go again, you know, almost treating it a little bit like an, an injury. And I think one of the difficulties I find as a coach, but I was aware of this even before I was a coach, just being around people that run lots and lots and as a personal trainer, is we sort of tend to have this kind of thing in our mind that, well, it's not really it's not really a run unless I go out and run 10K or 30 minutes or four miles or whatever that marker might be, that measurement for you in your mind. And I class this as, as, as mad, going mad, which is an acronym. So minimum acceptable distance. It's like you've got this minimum acceptable distance in my head. Well, I've only got time to run three miles today. And if I don't run five, it's not a proper run. So I may as well not run three. Well, no, that's not true. It's actually very beneficial to get out there and run for three. And I think by taking away that kind of, um, I suppose, rule that you've created for yourself, this arbitrary rule of, well, it's only classed as a proper run if I do X amount of distance or duration, I think can give you more flexibility and freedom in your training. And I think ultimately, going back to the point of this video, it can help you to feel better because life ebbs and flows, doesn't it? Responsibilities ebb and flow, pressure, stress, emotions, everything changes. And I think your training should reflect that. So a few things to think about, guys. I hope you find that 
this uh, this video useful. This will also be a quick hit a quick hit podcast as well. I find it difficult to talk at this time in an evening. I'm normally on kind of like you know shut down. I sort of like <laughs> just drift off. But I've got my scented candle on now. I've got a belly full of Jamie Oliver's Putinesco. I'm gonna switch off i'm not going to think about running i might even put the ps4 on you watch i'll literally put the tv on the ps4 on, and then martina will come back in won't she and then she'll be watching some cooking program or something in italian but anyway guys have a great rest of the evening whatever you're up to have a great week stay smart make the logical adjust- adjustments to your training to get yourself feeling better speak to you all very soon that was running with jake the quick hit hear the brand new full-length podcast every wednesday or catch up now by searching running with jake the podcast